Welcome once again to Danny Houlihan's Irish Experience. Erected monoliths or standing stones dot the landscape of Ireland and have been attributed to the Bronze Age period, often found in areas of isolation and sometimes near ring forts and settlement sites. These priceless relics link us back to our golden era of monolith construction. Standing stones have many names. In our Irish language, Galon and Ligon. These ancient stones take us back to the dawn of time and were, according to historians, erected to mark possible burial and ceremonial places of clan chieftains and famous people. These upright stones were made from a larger stone, either limestone or sandstone, taken from a locality and shaped to a desired height and width, some of which had been adorned by marks of ornate workmanship, with the ancient Ohm writing still to this day can be seen on them. Burials often have been found at the base of these monoliths, such as kiss graves, thus a possible reason for their existence. Other areas in the North Kerry area, these stones were used as territorial boundaries between lands. Sometimes the stones were used for marking of a toker or causeway. These tokers or causeways ran through wooded or boggy areas. In the North Kerry area, the single standing stone is evident. In the Beale area, just on the outskirts of the lovely village of Asti, can be seen from a public road in the sand dunes, near Beale Capark at Kiontiha, a large standing stone in a field. This standing stone is facing the sandals of Beale and the Shannon Estuary in full view. This stone rises to a height of 1.58 metres, but it should be noted that more of the monolith exists below field level. Returning to the main road, one should take the road at the side of the Old Bale School, which rises to a height overlooking the mighty Shannon Estuary. To the right of this is another small road. In a field, shaded by a ditch, is a Clochalea standing stone. This standing stone is facing the estuary and is in very good condition. It should be noted that these stones are on private property and permission to enter these fields must be sought by all who intend to visit them. Over the centuries, large standing stones like these have been found scattered on the landscape of North Kerry. Due to land reclamation, many are lost forever, a unique part of our heritage. Many were used way back in antiquity as roofing lentils in souterrains and underground passages. I have dealt with souterrains in another podcast in relation to Ballybunning Castle. These priceless relics of our past are our direct link with our ancestors, the way they lived and the times they survived through. Thankfully today, many of our farming community have maintained and preserved these monoliths. A lone standing stone looks out over the Shannon Estuary, marking the site of a long-forgotten chieftain in his clan, a marker to identify boundaries of a bygone chieftain. We will never know. But through excavation and research, we will add to the already gathered history of these monoliths or standing stones. Often found in association with standing stones are kiss graves and items of daily settlement, such as circular stones called quern stones, used for the milling of flour. In recent times, due to land reclamation and land drainage, 
an artefact of our old milling history has been uncovered from the earthy Irish soil, the quern or millstone. The makers of these old hand-operated mills chiselled out their form, which varied in sizes and shapes. This was due to the size of the family intended for the quern. The larger the family, the bigger the millstone. Quern stones can be traced back as far as the Bronze Age period and Iron Age period, down to the early Christian period and into modern times. In fact, some querns were used during the Great Irish Famine in 1846 and 1847 to mill flour. The importance of the cornstone was valuable to those ancient people of Ireland. Without it, flour could not be made. Many querns from earlier times had unique elaborate carvings, such as knots cut in relief on the face of the quern, which places them to certain time periods. If the settlement was attacked, the querns were hidden in rivers and hedges so they could be retrieved again once the attackers were gone. The cornstone or millstone consisted of an upper stone about 22 inches in diameter, its undersurface considerably concave. In the centre of the upper stone there was located a circular hole nearly four inches in diameter. Grain was fed through this hole. As fast as the quern rotated, the produced flour fell from the sides of the rotating quern and was collected. Two inches in from the outer part of the top stone was a hole for a wooden handle, which was 1.5 inches in diameter. This handle was used to spin the quern from one person to another. Generally, two women would operate the quern. One sat either side of the quern facing each other. When the wooden handle was spun to the other, a rapid rotation occurred. The left hand was used for feeding the quern. The right hand was employed to spin the handle to the other person during the milling process. Sadly today, only a small percentage of full querns remain, with matching tops and bases. Thousands of these priceless relics have been found over the years here in Ireland, without bases. These are lost to time. In modern times they can be found holding down shed roofs and heaps of turf and bogs, and if lucky, might be seen in Irish pubs, hung on the walls, or built into farmhouses and fences. Thank you for listening to my podcast on the old standing stones of North Kerry and the old cornerstone. If you like my podcasts, please click on the like button. Through its people, its heritage, and its rugged coastline, this is truly Danny Hoolhan's Irish experience. <laughs>